We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, y'all? It's Drewski, and I've teamed up with Mountain Dew to produce a hilarious new basketball podcast called The Dew Zone with Drewski. Learn the backstories of your favorite ballers and celebrities like Jamal Murray. Did you have, like, a favorite team? Was it the Raptors at the time or no? Was the Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. I ain't that old, fam. <laughs> You're talking like I'm 50. Taylor Rooks, Asia Wilson, and many more. You won't want to miss this. Listen to The Do Zone with Drewski on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Heat Beat Podcast. I'm your host, Giancarlo Navas. And with me today, we have producer co-founder, Mr. Brian Goins. I'm a who? Producer and co-founder. My, uh, my, my, my speaking. Can we start over? Boop. Yo, yo, yo. What it do, baby? What it do, baby? Right, I'm ready. Let's go. Welcome, <laughs> welcome, welcome to the Heat Beat Podcast. I'm your... Oh, well, 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 so, let, let me not get you laughing. <laughs> I'm going to leave that in there, too. <laughs> Boop. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Heat Beat Podcast. I'm your host, Giancarlo Navas, and with me today is producer and co-founder, Mr. Brian Goins. Did you have a stroke? We have our professional screw-up, Alex Toledo. Yep. And uh, this is Miami Heat Beat. Uh, this is all we got today. We got we got two people in the dark days of the offseason. Uh, we got tons to talk about today, and by tons to talk about, I mean we have three whole topics. We have uh, we have the schedule. Right? I got Who one other it? topic. I have one other topic that I just thought of right now. Okay, you have one other topic. So we're gonna we're gonna talk some schedule because that's what everybody wants to hear this time of year. We're gonna talk about social media and how Bradley Beal is now being followed by Jimmy Butler. So we have to get to the bottom of this because this is the most 2019 thing ever. We have to track the Instagram. We have to track the IGs of these top players. Figure out where everybody's going. And we're also gonna break down Magic Johnson's uh, hip hop list because one more, important. one more, one more. What's the other topic, Ryan? We got to talk about how awful Greg Popovich is as a Team USA coach. Okay. Well, I forgot about <laughs> did you, that. Did you, for, did you see what happened today? They had a ben. scrimmage against, like, G League players. Whew, it was bad. Why was it bad? Yante Maiden and his, and his team of scrubs beat the Team USA team 37-16. Really? Yante! What? <laughs> yo, yo, bring Yante. Yo, Yante's mad that they cut him for Udonis. Yante, yo. 
What did Yante do? Do you have the stats? They don't have any points. All they have is who was on that team and the, and the score. Um, Damn, yo. PJ Tucker's out here losing a Yante Maiden. There was a player that he was actually considering of acquiring. There was a, a point guard named Chasen Randall. He used to play for the Washington Wizards. The Heat were okay. really interested in signing him. But uh, obviously they don't have any money because they're hard capped. So he took a deal with uh, a Chinese team instead. Oh, so the hard cap. Hard cap, man. That is really funny. Wow. So they let Bam go and they get their ass kicked by uh, by Yante Mayton. That is that is wonderful. I Fantastic. love that. This is great. That's this is listen, this is the coverage that people want in the offseason. This is what everyone's been waiting for. That. That's I'm gonna a, look for stats. If I can find stats, I'll let you know. But if here's you can the find team. stats. Here's the okay. team. So the team was made up of Justin Anderson. He used to play for the Atlanta Hawks. Okay. Chris Chioza. I have no idea who that no is. Who but that apparently is. plays for the Houston Rockets. Look at that. Uh, there's a New Zealand Breakers guy named Scotty Hobson. A what? Oh, Scotty Hobson used to be on the... He was on a few of those uh, Heat he's Summer 30, teams. He's 30 years old. He played for the Sky Force. He was the oldest player on that team. Uh, Daquan Jeffries plays for the Magic. John Jenkins plays for the Knicks. Yante Main used to play for Miami Heat. Doesn't John ben, Jenkins do PR for the Dolphins? <laughs> I feel like he might. Uh, ben Moore, San Antonio Spurs forward. Chinanu Onuaku. I can't pronounce this guy's name, but he plays Good try. for Greensboro Swarm. He's a center. Who Jason, Randall, Jason Randall was the guy I was telling you about who the Heat were interested in signing this offseason. Uh, he's 26 years old, plays for the Washington Wizards, or did play last season. And then the last two guys are Travis Trice, a guard, and Travis Ware, a center. Another former Heat player. Both, both Trice. Heat players. Look at that, yo. We got former former Heat players. That Led never... by head coach Jeff Van Gundy. Oh. Really? Okay, Jeff. Jeff, I'll coach him. I, I see what he's doing. I see what he's doing. I, Jeff, Jeff, I see you, dude. He's angling Chess. for that Rockets job when Mike D'Antoni gets fired this season. Chess, not dude, I feel like that might happen, though. Light years, dude. <laughs> Jeff is light years. Jeff Van Gundy really coached the team with 15 men to beat the Team USA team. Really, get him be- a job. I, I mean, he—he's he, not even that. I mean, he's beating PJ Tucker and Chris Middleton. Like, it's not that impressive. That's a bad day for Nikias, dude. Yo, Chris Middleton stands taking L's. So, do we think that Team USA is not gonna? Who's had gonna a worse summer? Year? Who's had a worse summer than Chris Middleton? Team USA. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. They should win because like Canada, like nobody's playing. Like nobody, nobody, nobody Giannis is playing. Is Giannis gonna win? Well, who else is on the Greek team? I don't know, but I saw some highlights of him just running on the floor and just That's all he's gonna on do. I just, I just quivered. Poor PJ Tucker, the, the, dude. The run might be over. Yeah, they're gonna. So I, they're gonna... Is Luca playing for Slovenia? I haven't heard anything about that. that to I be mean, honest. like if Luca plays, like that's a good team, you know. Luca and Goran. Goran. Is Slovenia in the tournament? I didn't even see their name. Why wouldn't they be in the tournament? Didn't I, they I win really the Euros? Did, I really did not see yeah. their name on the. Let me see. They're not the allowed the team. I know Serbia is supposed to have a really good team with Jokic. Oh, that's right, Serbia. Oh, dude, Jokic. Yep. Doi. Yeah. Oh man, the and, and Mar- run might yeah, be coming and, to an end. And Marcus Sol still playing for for Spain. I mean, that's what, dude. Yo, Marcus Sol. Listen, as a Raptors fan, I don't really want Mark out there. Oh, I gotta be go. honest with you. Conserve your body. Speaking of uh, Raptors fan, big big day. So we have the schedule out, right? So we're taking a look at the important days. Tuesday, December third, the Heat go into Toronto for their first game against the defending champs. That's like, that's a, that's one to look out for. I should I should make it, Alex. Let's let's make it up to that game. You and me, dude. I wear a Kyle Lowry jersey. You wear a Dwayne Wade jersey. 
And come on, man, be professional. Let's, let's do it, man. I gotta show my. Um, honestly, like I, I actually do want to talk a little bit about something that I found funny was the mad rush to talk schedule, right? Like I. I can't think of anything more boring than looking at a calendar and talking about it. Because that's I mean, essentially like, what... It's so dry. Like, it's, August is such a desert for for basketball content. We're like, whoa, the schedule. We can speculate about these games that are taking place five months from now. Let's, um, let's, like, let's, uh, let's have Then takes. all the graphics come out of all the return games. I'm like, like, we do this every year. Like, that's not any modicum of i don't do do like does the audience want that or do they just want like content so they'll take it in any form that they get that we're doing yep. we're doing schedule talk yeah jimmy jimmy's return to minnesota is going to be their home opener in minnesota uh the philly return in november that's what people want is that interesting to people like when that's I mean, going to be like that's a talk okay so other than saying jimmy butler is going to go to minnesota <laughs> this date what else is there to say He's That's a guaranteed heat win. In November. Guaranteed heat win, baby. Like I, I'm, and that schedule talk. <laughs> like, like you get what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't get Jimmy Butler easy forty. Um, I actually think two people, only two people in the entire Twitterverse had a good take on the schedule. Okay. Only two. One of them was Rob Slater. Check him out at Rob Slater ten. Also writes for Miami Heat beat occasionally. Um, and Rob pointed out on his Twitter account that the Heat have a break when they go to Denver. So they don't play Denver on the second night of a back-to-back. <laughs> or they don't play a back-to-back after. Which honestly is probably the only like important nugget from was, the entire schedule. That was time. incredible. That was incredible. And you know, speaking of the nuggets, did you see how Michael Porter Jr. Uh, leaked oh, Adam yes. Silver's phone number? I had I had to get that picture. I don't think he... I'm pretty sure he changed his phone number. But the I did get that part, picture. I think the person that used that the best was uh, was uh, Jason Concepcion, which texted Adam Silver to come on desktop. That was funny, man. Nine one seven area code. I mean, what's te- going on? Did you text Adam Silver, Brian? No, but I saw someone else who did, and he was like, "I'm sorry that Michael Porter Jr. had to give out your phone number like that." And he was like, "Yes, thanks." Is it one of those? Is it one of those fake screenshots, like uh, like the number oh, name? Oh no! Stuff? This this was act like he put his actual number and he texted him. He responded back. Man, I saw. But I, really... heard, I heard someone else rest- like texted him back because he looked like he was an iPhone because obviously he had the blue bubble. You think he's the one responding, or he has like an assistant doing that? Uh, I think he might have responded, uh, but someone else tried texting that same number later, and they got a green bubble, meaning they had a different phone that was not an iPhone. Damn you! So they pretty much changed his number, I think. Um. So yeah. So the tweet that Rob has anybody Slater, texted him about the the number of national TV games that he'd have. <laughs> what is it? Four. It's like six total. I think. It's too much. I think everybody's mad <laughs> about that. Ta- I would have taken the under. Are they mad in what way? That it's too many. It's too little. That the, the Heat are not getting enough exposure. Is it? I mean, I mean, who cares about the Heat? Let's be honest. Like who? Like who's out here? Like saying like, yo, I gotta catch Jimmy Butler. The other thing. Nah, I gotta point, catch just Justice Winslow. The Heat fans are mad about the other things that Heat fans have been mad about is uh, there was one of those graphics that I was talking about earlier with uh, return games for all the different oh, players. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And Jimmy was left out, uh, but you know Conley <laughs> wasn't, Porzingis wasn't, Kemba wasn't. Everybody oh, wow. was mad about that too. But like, okay, so about that, and again, Heat fans just like want to be mad, like they're out here being like looking for reasons to be mad. We're in the desert. Jimmy Butler was in Philadelphia for like what, like half a season? Like a three quarters of a season? Like what fucking attachment does he have to that place and that it matters? They recouped value. 
They recouped value. They got Richardson and Horford with like, the, the money that 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 Jimmy walked away from. Philly fans they, are mad. I don't think they care. They're probably like, "All right, cool." Wait, what? Have you not seen? Have you not been on oh Twitter? Are they mad? I've not yeah, really been. I mean, I forgot you were man. gone for like a million years, but uh, they were, they have been going at Heat fans and just going at Jimmy Butler since the start of the summer. I'm trying so, this new thing where I'm not on Twitter as much, and honestly, it's a good I, strategy. It it feels weird. Like I've I've actually seen a lot of. I've consumed a lot of podcasts about social media recently. And like, I thought Ethan Strauss put it the most interestingly that socializing is a competition online. It's like, (laughs) and it's so fucking true. It's like, if you have a tweet and like, no one likes it or like one person, like you're like constantly paying attention to like who's interact, especially when you're in the business of like trying to sell yourself, like, like I am. And like, we are, it's just like, is this tweet going to do numbers? Is it, does it worth even saying? Should I, should I like keep this to myself? And it's just like it, socializing becomes exhausting. And it's also so, like the opposite of what Twitter was when we first got into it. It's just, totally. This is the evolution where it's like, <laughs> I remember seeing a tweet about, uh, oh, I got on Twitter to catch up with NBA free agency news uh, 10 years ago. And now <laughs> I'm witnessing <laughs> the end of the world live. <laughs> like, so like, yo, it's exactly <laughs> it. Like, I can't. Like we became friends on Twitter and I don't really feel like there's a lot of like making of friends on Twitter anymore, right? It's just arguing and it's like <laughs> clowning I, each other. Like clowning each other, but like some people like don't get it cuz now like the platform's so big. It's like so if I I obviously I'm joking about a lot of the Raptor stuff. Like when I'm tweeting about Raptor schedule, I'm clearly making jokes, right? Like but people are like taking it really seriously and getting angry and sending angry tweets and I'm just like what what brought you here that like this is upsetting you like why like unfollow if that really bothers you that much like i don't really understand like where we got with twitter that it was i know let's just do that when you tweet about dogs again <laughs> exactly i can't even have a damn dog taking piece <laughs> it's i mean you know you're wrong right i'm wrong i have bad takes listen i i know more than anyone that my takes suck right yeah it's your whole strategy we're in we're we see what's going on here. This this is this is all a marketing ploy. That my my bit is that my takes suck, and I'm not making takes up, right? It's not like I'm looking for what asinine thing I could say. No, it's stuff I genuinely believe. Like <laughs> I don't believe that. That's that's the part that I disagree with. I believe of, that it's a marketing ploy. Which of my takes? It's the do you only explainable reason for why your takes are so bad. Where it's like, what would piss people off? And it's like you know. Talking, uh, talking bad about dogs and saying fuck dogs, basically. What what um, take what take do you feel is made up? And I never said fuck dogs. I just said that like <laughs> dogs are a little overrated. You know, I'm just trying to summarize it in bullet points. Uh. Like, what is the take that you feel that I have said that I've made up? Like, I'm just like propagating this for for. What was bit. the Shaq one? Oh, what that was I think one? that that I think Shaq would get roasted in today's NBA. <laughs> I believe Come that. Come on, man. It's a Come bad on. take. I admit it's a horrible take. Do I believe it? I kind of do. I kind of think that if you put Shaq out there in the pick and roll, it's not going to look good. I think Okay. I think in this new era of pull-up threes, of shooting off the dribble, of all these dribble drive guards, I do think smaller lineups. So you're telling me Shaq with more space, with more shooters around him, isn't going to thrive? Oh, he'd be good. Move. He'd be good offensively. Like, don't get me wrong, but like, he's going to get cooked on defense. Was, like, I think he's going to be diminished as a player. And I do think that the the pace that, and I'm thinking about Lakers Shaq, right? Like, Orlando <laughs> Shaq's a different guy, right? Orlando I, I'm Shaq. I'm now picturing like Steph Curry versus Shaq in the finals, and they just keep switching the pick. <laughs> <laughs> Shaq, I mean, but, Steph Curry. 
I mean, like, what what are they going to do? Like, if they, they can't hide him, like, whoever is whoever Shaq is guarding is going to come screen. And hey, if man. He's, Kevin and Love if he's got just, that stop. If he's just not going up there, like, at, at a certain point, he's just not going to, like, go up there. He's just going to, like, kind of hang out in the lane, and you're just going to give Steph those jumpers, and that's going to that's gonna cost you. Like, again, it's a horrible take. It's it's so ridiculous, but I genuinely believe that. Gianni, you want you want me to read some of your tweets about dogs? <laughs> Why are we doing this, man? Like, let's go. I don't. Go. I like. I don't. I have a dog. I love my dog. Why right, are we trying so to make me look bad? Here's a tweet that got you uh, unfollowed by Cat Sanada. It was tweet. Oh, <laughs> Justin, dog. I'm sorry, dude. Like, can you come back? Like, I thought we were friends. We were friends on Instagram and Facebook. You don't follow me on Twitter. You don't answer my tweets, dude. I'm sorry. And yet another we're, example of social media poisoning our minds. I yo, I like legit thought like Justin's been on our show a bunch. Like I thought Justin and I were boys. Like Justin, you went over the line, man. That's what you get for playing around with the audience like that. Justin invited me to go have like beers with him when I went to Winnipeg. Like I thought we were friends, dude. Come come back. So the, so the tweet was from Justin Rowan. He wrote, "Dogs are underrated." Period. I don't care how you feel about them. It's not good enough. You responded back saying, dogs are overrated, in my opinion. I'm ready to get ratioed. I did. I Tom Green it. wrote, delete this or, I'm all, or I am also unfollowing. Tom as dead ass unfollowed. Todd unfollowed. <laughs> Fez, Fez Butter unfollowed. He Twitter yep, legend. Fez Butter, done and done, said he unfollowed you. Lane unfollowed Lane you. Lane unfollowed me, dude. Lane. Lane. I love Lane. Another, no, Lane is like, he Twitter staple, too. Shout out to all of you guys for unfollowing. Shout out to you guys. They got the he told you to fuck off, and he's finally unfollowing you. That was Lane. <laughs> it's great, man. Only fair points. Only fair and points. A, and then uh, uh, Justin and Jordy wrote, you tweet things like this with a display name of Kyle Lowry Apologist, and you make me hate you more and more. I don't blame him. I don't blame him. It's totally fair. My takes are bad. I know my takes are bad. What, like, are, some just, other, what are some other Hall of Fame ones? Man, I Ooh, think so. I think here, the, here's here's some good ones because obviously, like you can search your at and dogs, and you'll find tweets that don't really have to do about like literal dogs. So, oh, there was this one really good one. Let me find it real again. I mean, I have I have tons of bad takes. If you have suggestions, uh, tweet us at MIA Heatbeat on Twitter. And if you're new to the program from the Blue Wire, if you're listening to us on Blue Wire and uh, you're stumbling upon the show for the first time or recently, follow me at Ginavas103 to get these horrible takes live. You can follow Alex at Tropical Blanket, and you can follow Brian at By Brian Goins, uh, all one word. And obviously the uh, the mothership of everything we do at MIA Heatbeat. So check all that out. Uh, you'll see like everything we're doing. What's going on? All right, Brian, what do you got? John Eisner is retweeting Fox News stories about fucking dogs. Kevin Anderson is honestly a champion not only to tennis, but to, to, but to society for defeating this evil. Wait, did you say dogs were evil there? I, I wasn't following that. I, 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 don't, get, I, don't, I don't get it. I don't John, like Kevin Anderson. Well, why, why am I tweeting about you Kevin loved, Anderson? You, you call him a champion. Why? <laughs> okay. Because apparently he doesn't like dogs. Kevin, Kevin Ad- how old is that tweet? This is from 2018. Oh my god! I don't remember tweeting that. I don't remember ever cheering for Kevin Anderson in my life. All right, this did is he, also from last year. Oh, did Some, he beat John Isner? Is that why? I think so. Okay, Anyways, oh that John Isner's like super like not cool. Like John Isner's is like not a, like not a nice guy. Yeah, 
I'm like very out on John Isner. John Isner's like not a good person. So yeah. Sorry, John, if you're listening. It's so bad. Like another example of the social media stuff. <laughs> you're out here now supporting these other people who also don't love dogs. It's like the echo chamber where you, we end up following people with the same. I like thoughts. dogs. I have One a dog. One of your interests is not liking dogs. I love my dog. I gave her a hug today when she was really shook by the by the exterminator, and I gave her a hug and I pet her, and I was like, "It's gonna be okay, Winry." I I kind of had a moment. Another tweet: Some high school coaches are talking about players and potential. When asked about defense, but is he a dog? What shitty analysis. That doesn't mean anything. Is, is Kawhi Leonard a dog? Like, fuck out of here with that. That is supposed to get kids to get good? Fucking stupid. I stand by that. That's horrible. I don't like <sighs> when, like, that, I mean, calling people, like, asking if he's a dog, like, what, what kind of question is that? You know what I mean? Like, I just realized that this is basically the Bob Ryan segment on Dan Levitard where they just explain his tweets. I'm just explaining his tweets. We defending. somehow always steal from them. Okay, I, I, do, I, do, I do want to move on. I do want to move on because I do want to talk I got one more. I got one more. One more. Okay. So Dos Minutos wrote, at Novas hates dogs, to which you responded, I don't care for them. I don't hate them. I love my friend's dog and my sister's dog, but living with them is a responsibility I wouldn't like to invite. Let me explain that. This, this, I have to because you're just making me look bad. Like nobody's gonna listen to our show anymore because they're just, just gonna presenting think your tweets. Like yeah, I'm just like no... some dog hating freak. I have a dog. She's great. Except you know, I I it's a lot. It's a lot to care for an animal, and you know, it's like having a kid. And if it's not a responsibility that you're reading for, it's it's very denigrating to your day. It's exhausting. It's very tiring. They require a lot of attention, yep. a lot of love, and sometimes mm-hmm. I I have stuff to do, and I'm very tired, and I don't. You know what I mean? So yeah, it's I completely like, understand you, man. According to according to Giancarlo, fuck dogs, fuck kids. Put it on, put put it on the wall behind you, behind you in your room. I hate dogs and kids. Oh, clip that. Clip that. Clip that. Send it to everybody. Send it to every podcast on Blue Wire. <laughs> Sucks, man. You should make that the title of the podcast. <laughs> no, please don't. Please don't. No one's gonna listen. No, I can't please, do that. Please, if we do please that, no don't. one would listen. We're gonna kick off of the network. <laughs> We're gonna lose our. I'm sorry, Blue Wire. Football season is here, people. It's time to start placing bets for NFL and college football. Blue Wire is teaming up with sports information traders and the legend John Price, one of the world's most successful sports bettors. So our listeners are given the chance to make more money on football this season. Go to sportsinformationtraders.com slash blue and get the college football and NFL futures plays and make up to 15 times your money for only a $99 investment. Last year, Sports Information Traders correctly predicted the Clemson Tigers to win the college football championships, making one client alone $110,000. The year before that, Kurt Persley of Sports Information Traders made $1 million with a preseason wager on the Philadelphia Eagles to win the Super Bowl. John Price and the Sports Information Traders can guide you to the best ways to make money on future bets and preseason football betting picks. You'll get all that for just $99 and the opportunity to make 15 times your money. It's totally worth getting Sports Information Traders betting picks. Sports Information Traders has been featured on ESPN, Gambling 911, Entrepreneur Magazine, and many more. John Price has been successfully making money betting on sports for more than 20 years. Make a big return for a small investment with Sports Information Traders Futures Picks. Get started now by going to sportsinformationtraders.com slash blue. Again, make sure you go to sportsinformationtraders.com slash blue to have your chance at a 15-time return on football betting this season. 
<laughs> I do. Okay, real quick, real quick, because we're doing a really short show today because there's not a lot to talk about. We haven't um, even talked to eat yet. <laughs> I mean, we talked. We talked schedule. We talked about how we, yeah, we, we talked, talked to eat Twitter. We talked how the Heat don't play a back-to-back in Denver. I don't think there's anything else we really have to talk about. I mean, that's they all end the season in Toronto again. That's they the end the season I, in Toronto. That's that's all I think. The three seeds oh, gonna that, be on that the line. And also, I get um, the two home game or the two games here in Orlando. I get to cover are in January and February. So I'm okay, very excited for those. That's that's important. They have an away game in Charlotte. The Nikias or Leif can cover that or both. Look at that. The second to last game of the uh, season. That was literally the first thing I looked for in the schedules. Hey, when are they playing Orlando on the road? That's that's all we got, dude. This is this is this is where we're at at this point. Um, oh, with the other, when is uh, when is Riley Beal's return to Washington? When's I think that's in September. I huh? saw someone tweet about that saying that's, that's Chef Trilly. Yeah. Chef Trilly. <laughs> Shout out to Trilly. December thirtieth. December thirtieth is uh <laughs> is Bradley Beal's return. To oh, okay, I, I got that wrong. Mark it down in your calendar. Mark it down. Mark it. That's a big one. That's gonna be a big one. Um, <laughs> I, I did uh, too. Big game or not a big game? Big, big game. game. Is that still on the radio? There you have it. Did that yes. survive? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what the shakeup is. I just know that. Our boy Alex Levitard. Solana, our boy Alex Solana, he's uh, producing Hawk and Crowder. Check them out. Alex is a homie. A lot of, a lot of. Listen, this is a little self-indulgent. A lot of people that Alex and I went to school with in good positions around sports media landscape. A lot of people from FIU from the little, little student media room. Yeah, everybody got fired. Anthony, <laughs> we all got fired. Anthony Colatus, dude, you're out here on Dan. We were Veronica. doing. We were doing radio together, and now look at you. We all go five. Veronica fired. Should we be now saying she's that? for ESPN. <laughs> Should we be volunteering all this information? Me, fired. Alex, fired. Solano, fired. I don't know if you guys are doing that good. Huh? I don't know if you guys are doing that well. I mean, we're fired from our university like newspaper, but we're, we're flourishing around. I mean, I'm probably the loser here doing my own podcast out of my bedroom. Well, everyone's succeeding in jobs. <laughs> Don't blame it on you. Blame it on your hatred of dogs. Okay, so real quick, uh, we're gonna we're gonna close out the show talking about the most important thing, obviously, which is following people's Instagram accounts. So, uh, Jimmy Butler is now following Bradley Beal, and um, in the most 2019 thing ever, 2019 thing ever, we are dissecting this and seeing if it means something. Alex, does it mean something? I mean, we've been doing this for a long time, man. We've been following flights and following social media followings for a long time. Uh, of course we, it means something, man. We follow man. the what freaking color palette of a website. In all honesty, would we be surprised to find out that there's recruiting going on in the back channels? Wait a second. Brian just brought up an excellent point. We were checking the color palette of the LeBron James website at one point in our lives. That was yeah, something that was that something was like that five happened. years ago too. That was something that we as a as a community, we as a Miami Heat community, when we were trying to see if LeBron was gonna stay or go, somebody leaked a color palette for his website and we matched the hex codes to what looked like Cleveland Cavaliers wine color. And somebody uh, got on the back end. That was the, that, that was one of the tea leaves. Then it was the moving cars. We were tracking cars. We were tracking planes. We were tracking a Rusty Pelican meeting that we weren't sure happened or it didn't happen. Man, I felt so alive. Do you remember those days? I do. It's so much more fun than tracking Instagram likes or follows. So beyond Jimmy Butler following Bradley Beal as of today, John Wall began to follow a lot of Heat players. On the list of players currently on the roster is Kelly Olenek, Bam Adebayo, Dion Waiters, Tyler Hero, 
and formerly Dwayne Wade. How about that? Hmm. It's very interesting. B- big. Those are those are all today. Well, most of them are all today. The Wizards, the, the idea of the Wizards selling off Beal with Wall, like without even thinking about putting Beal on the market by himself, would be pretty funny. That's like the GM's first move is just selling off Wall and Beal without even testing out the market first. It's like Miami wants Miami will take on John Wall. Deal. <laughs> I'm kind of like the entire thing scares me a little bit because I think Riley's willing to Hail Mary this. Oh, it's so exciting though. It is exciting. <laughs> I, I feel like I listen, I one part part of me doesn't want it to happen because I don't I don't I don't want that. <laughs> but also it's like, damn, can you do it? I know exactly what you mean because it's like if I if I see the tweet of like oh Beal and John Wall have been traded to the Miami, oh my god! How are we how are we going to react to that? Are we going to celebrate? Are we going to be? Are we going to question? Like how? I don't even know how I'm going to feel in the moment. Are we going to be like we're going to the finals? Like I don't know how this is supposed to feel. (laughs) I don't know. Here's the thing: if we if they trade Justice, which most likely would have to happen, just because you have to match salaries. Um, a lot of us are not going to be too thrilled, but I think we've already discussed this a lot in the past preview pods. I I think we're all kind of down for this John Wall and Bradley Beal move if it ever did happen. Brian, you bring up an interesting point about Justice. What Heat player? And I know that the answer is Chalmers, but how many Heat players have more of a cult following than Justice Winslow? Ooh. That's like I'm talking about Past guys that are not superstars that the Past fans are just obsessed with, like a certain portion of the fan base. Are we talking past or present? Joel uh, Anthony, all times. I think <laughs> Justice has surpassed. I mean, the Justice yeah, Hive no, has yeah. surpassed Joel, Joel Anthony. Joel Anthony was kind of popular because of the Love Tart show. I mean, has the <laughs> yeah. Hold on, hold on. I, I think you might want to backtrack on that. Word. I don't remember people chanting MVP for Justice Winslow. They were doing it ironically for Joel. Yeah, because Justice better. I mean, that's that's. It's up to the jury, all right? We don't I mean, know if it's ironically. That's I, mean, a portion I, I don't of know how Twitter. often you get, uh, you know, the color analyst for the Miami Heat saying Justice Better on air, along with the sideline reporter. Get on a television. Was it on a television graphic, too? Yeah, and a television graphic. <laughs> it's our greatest achievement ever. You can Jason say Capono you- should have had a call following. Would Jason Capono? Jason Capono, a- yeah. Uh, I think the only person I could think of off the top of my head from the big three era would have been either Norris Cole. Birdman? I mean, Birdman, yes, but I think Norris Cole had a cult following his like his first, first two year. seasons. Yeah, especially his first season. I just feel, I feel Cole like Train. Justice is getting the longevity that you're just like he's been here long enough, and we've been doing this for Justice long enough that that he just has like this cult following about him. I think Chalmers is forever going to be. Ch- yeah, Chalmers for sure will be number one. I think. Rio has the best. Like he's so beloved here for just being him, and it's well, great. I mean, it helps that he was really great in the finals during 2013, 2012. I'm mad that it isn't a tandem thing. It should be Rio and Beasley. No. Nah. It's like a it's like a nah. love that was forbidden. That it was it was meant to play out but never happened and they just that... split. So like, Beasley and, and Derek Rose are playing in Detroit this year. Number one, number two overall <laughs> pick in their drafts. How about oh that? Oh my god, this is so weird. Oh how the mighty have fallen. With poor Blake Griffin. Blake Where's OJ Mayo to... at? Where is OJ Mayo at? He's he's gone, right? Is he in China? Oh no. Where's OJ Mayo now? Um, Still smoking weed. Probably with Tyreek Evans. <laughs> okay, that's where I need the show. No, come on. We, we barely even talked heat. Wait, wait. I do have a, a good stat. Of 27 players with at least 40 field goal attempts to tie or take the lead in the final minute of a fourth quarter in overtime, 
the last five seasons sorted by field goal percentage, Jimmy Butler ranks number four at 41.5%. There's only three <laughs> players above him, C.J. McCollum, LeBron James, and Anthony Davis. I really wish we had ended on Alex's Tyreek Evans joke. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.